mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 305 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching Stargate Atlantis. Yes. Season 5. Yes. Episode 8. Uh-huh. The Queen. The Queen. A.K.A. Yeah. My Fair Wraithy. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> mine's not far off that. Okay. Mine is The Wraith Princess Diaries. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I was going for Wraith Malian, but I okay. felt like My Fair Wraithy just has a better I ring to it. I do like it, it. It rolls off the tongue better than the Wraith Princess Diaries. Yeah. Um, I mean, but the concept is there. The concept is there. Was the just same. Todd was giving me big Henry Higgins vibes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had to. For me, it was the entire scene where it's like learning how to sit on the throne. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> He's grown accustomed to her face. Hundred percent. I don't know how you would... That's a face that only a wraith would love. Yeah. Um, so this week, I didn't do a lot. Um, I can't spell diaries. I, I was... Yeah, yeah. Okay, good done. Processing being back in the office full time. Yep. Guess which, what I'm doing? Guess what I'm doing? Turning the fan off. Turn the fan off. Uh, which I think in the process of that, my biggest accomplishment has been... Making it to work every day? A, making it to work every day on time. Mm-hmm. And B, rearranging my craft room upstairs. That's pretty good. To better serve my purposes. To make more shit. Uh, I also Important. F- found new projects I want to start. Mind you, I've not finished existing projects yet, but there's no more projects I want to start because I have a problem. I have one project yes. that I've been meaning to start uh-huh. f- since Christmas. Yeah. Fuck. Now, it's been six months. I will say. As you say, it's been six months. I just finished a blazer. Uh-huh. Uh, I do not have decent pictures of it yet. If you happen to follow my Instagram where I craft things, uh, I do have been good pictures. But I intended to start that yeah. two and a half years ago. Yikes. So just don't worry about your six months. Yeah. I don't even know where my fabric is right now. It's somewhere. It exists. It exists. All right. Um, Same, same, same. I've been at work all week. Um... I managed to shower daily. That's a lie. That's a lie. There was one day I didn't shower. (laughs) I tried. I listen. I didn't make it daily either. I tried. I made it more days. Like I pinned my hair up so I was able to make it more days than I normally do over the past two and a half years. Yeah. Um, What did I do this week? I started yet another book. I mind you, I now have because I have an upstairs book and a downstairs book, as I call it. Okay. The upstairs book is the one I can fall asleep after reading two pages and still keep coherent. That's Ready Player Two. You don't have to pay oh. attention to that shit, but it's just beautiful go. mind candy. Uh, and then I have a downstairs book, which is some the one books that's like, are like eating potato chips. Yes, they're not really meant Ready for. Ready Player like, Two yeah. is obviously that. Yeah. Um, oh, I I do remember what I did this week, but I'll wait till you're done. Oh, and then I continued reading. Uh, it's called. 
I will I will recommend it now. Now I'm not that far in. So I don't know overall how good the book quality is, but it's called The Calculating Stars. Interesting. And I'm very intrigued by it so far. It, it cut it, in night in the early 50s. It's an alternate history. In the early 50s, a meteor meteorite mm-hmm. hits off the eastern seaboard. Okay. From from Delaware to DC to Charleston is wiped off the map. Cool, cool. No, no big deal. Instantaneously. And they have just discovered this is non spoiler, it's on the back cover. Um, but they've just discovered that it is a extinction level event. Nice. And lady astronauts will be coming. Interesting. So I'm very the, the the lead heroine is already I love her and she was a wasp in World War Two. Okay, so she's great into it. Yeah, um, I am still playing Horizon. <laughs> I haven't played West. in like three weeks now. I did watch the latest PlayStation uh uh, uh showcase. I forget what it's called. Uh, the thing that ran. On Thursday. PlayStation Showcase is it's, what it's officially called. No, it's going to drive me nuts that I can't think of the name. Uh, it'll come to me Don't later. Worry, someone's yelling it into their speaker. Yeah, but there was two Forbidden West, uh, Horizon related things. Uh-huh. Uh, super cool times. Um, fucking PlayStation may have finally gotten me to get the, the VR headset. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was just excited um, yeah. because there's a sequel to Fallen Jedi coming. Oh, yeah, that is coming, too. Uh, the other thing I did this week was I started watching We Own the City. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. Which is really nuts to watch because, one, it's fucking nuts. It's a, it's a lot of story to take in. It's one that you want to take in in pieces because it's just a lot to stomach. Yes. Especially because it's all real. It's a dramatization. It's not a documentary. Most so likely important. it's when I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, so um, what's really f- crazy, I guess, or what's like the weirdest part of watching it is, uh, as you guys know, we work in the news industry mm-hmm. um, and- a lot of the names and like who the faces yeah. are supposed to be. I'm like, oh, I know who that's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, I know who that's supposed to be. Um. So, yeah, Uh. it makes it's weird, right? Stories like these should I, I always think like they should make me not want to ever visit the cities that they're about. Yeah. But it just makes me more interested in getting to know the cities. Well, I will say because now the show is not my style of show. Sure. I, not going to lie. It has nothing to do against the quality of the show. Just not my style of show. Yeah. Uh, I will say I, I do love Baltimore. Yeah. I just. It's a beautiful it, city. I, I'm sure. Uh, it's just, um, there's a lot of history there. Not all great. Oh, 100%. But there's just a lot of history there. But it's a really cool city. Yeah. And Edgar Allan Poe. That too. I mean, nevermore. Uh, are we... Oh. Did you know that that's why the Ravens are called the Ravens? Because of Edgar Allan Poe? Yes. That is so cool. That's... I actually did okay. know that part. Um, before we get into this, we had mentioned that we were going to give an update... Oh. ...on our gnomes. They're all alive. They are all alive. It was t- legitimately touch and go for a bit there. Yeah. 
And we didn't know how touch and go until after the session where the DM said, if this had gone differently, <laughs> yeah, some one or some of you may have been rewriting characters. So in our campaign, our whole misfit group met the Queen of Air and Darkness, which I'm also currently now I've read the books, but I'm I needed some um, ear candy. So I'm listening with my ear holes to the last two Dresden Files books. So I, Nixie comes into D&D conversations with the Queen of Air and Darkness with a bunch of baggage that's not related to Dungeons and Dragons lore. <laughs> uh, but we had a whole dinner and conversation and it was tense. It was tense. In enjoyable ways, but tense. Yeah. We were almost in a shit ton of trouble for yep. doing things we weren't supposed to. Specifically, Sam, my gnome. May or may not have done. <laughs> I do love the point where at some point our DM said, I want to make this clear to you, Nixie. Yeah. That you did not do this for the benefit of no. the universe. You purely went into a situation. Yes. For self-serving reasons. I did. However, then I pushed my glasses up my nose and went, yep. this is why you take copious notes in Dungeons and Dragons yep. and you have a DM like I did, like we do. You find I went way. into my notes and went, well, actually, this is yeah. half of, I only half went half in there truth. for self-serving purposes yeah. of curiosity. The other half is because they told me to investigate, and this is how my character you lawyered up. You lawyered up. I lawyered up. At one point, we were told to investigate. Yep. You cannot prove that I was not there to investigate. My character will do a lot of things under the guise of investigation, mm -hmm. purely out of curiosity, and yeah. like I need to know all the knowledge in order to. I just really want to learn all the knowledge, uh -huh. but this is my cover. And so I came real close to having to re-roll my character because I was about to be given to hags. It would have been fun. <laughs> and boy, would those hags have gotten what they asked for. Oh, those hags would have either killed me uh -huh. or given me up. <laughs> Just left you on the side of the road somewhere. Because those hags would have regretted their choice. Yep. Believe. <laughs> real fast it was fun times it'll be interesting to see what's next for us yes uh but it was it was yeah uh my character was told to keep her mouth shut so therefore nixie was told to keep her mouth shut and it was real hard yeah. <laughs> september 7th no september 12th <laughs> 2008. Words I don't know, just are up, hard. Just from September 2012. Making updates. Written by Alex uh, Levine and Alan McCullough. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what my notes say because I mistyped it. Directed. I'll be honest. I don't even know if the name I have down as directing it is correct. Let me go double check that because I'm pretty sure my notes are wrong. No, it was Bretton Spencer. I thought I had missed typos. <laughs> um, he was actually mainly a cinematographer. He's worked on The Flash a bunch. Okay. And he's often the director of photography here in Atlantis. Right on. Uh, I think he did a grand time directing this episode. Because it looks real pretty. Um, also, hello again, Christopher Heiderall. Yay. It took me half the episode to remember that his name is Todd. Yes. I was like, why can I remember this guy's name? It's not Michael. It's not, not Michael. Michael. It's Todd. Not Michael. 
Just not Michael. Definitely not Michael, Grace. Stop thinking Michael. They're very different. Halfway through the episode, my friend he's, went, Todd. He's literally like a foot and a half taller than Michael. It's not anything about that. It's just like yeah. oh, I know. wraiths that are named. I, I do like at one point yeah. Todd was on his knees and he's like almost the height of Yeah, of Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Previously on, mm-hmm. Taylor has some wraith DNA. Wraith, which wraith, wraith. Maybe a gift? Yeah. Also, Todd, our whole history with Todd. Which yep. is extensive. Everything forever, Todd. Uh, Michael turned the retrovice into his own weapon because he gives no shits about Wraith or humans. Yep. And we also did that. That was us. Yep. We start in space as our team heads out on the mission with Keller. Uh, I'm calling it my this jumper beauty shot. It is a jumper beauty Because it is shot. like, oh, jumper all the time. Uh, McKay would love some backup on this mission. But Taylor reminds him, this is a diplomatic mission from Alderaan. Yeah. Uh, so we need to send the right message. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just j- just saying, considering who you're here to meet is bringing Ronan the right message. Um, You just you put him in the back. And, yeah. and he, so based on what we learn later. Oh, yeah. You do need to bring Ronan. You do. He's just he's the if you cross us, we unleash. But him. we have to show a certain amount of threat yes. to be respected. Listen, Ronan brings all the threats. Yes. Especially when right there involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, John just pushes the everyone be fucking cool button. Don't panic. Everything will be fine. Keller gets her first view of a hive ship. You never mm-hmm. forget your first. <laughs> they get their docking instructions. There is no red carpet. Yep. They just head into the docking bay. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Yep. And I can't say I'm not on McKay's side here. Okay. Like, not to be a pessimist, but history has taught them that this is where they're double-crossed and taken prisoner. Yeah, this is where you die. <laughs> yeah. So, I hate to here be that is. person, but... Uh, here we go, walking into traps. Uh-huh. Um... I also, the tone that Taylor has in this scene is she has been correcting, or she has been reminding McKay of why they were invited for like three days now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I can't anymore. Just please stop. Just just shut the fuck up the for a little bit while. The is done. Yeah. We all know. Yeah, we're it's we're all tired of it. Right on cue, someone knocks on the jumper door, and John and Ronan aren't stupid. Both answer with their weapons up, which is greeted by Wraith standing there with their own weapons up. Yay! And this is our first episode with our quick little stinger instead of full credits. Yeah, I was like, random short open. What? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, this is 2008, so that's right around the time that that shows were switching to to the shorter format. Just like title card, bye. Fair, fair point. But I got so used to it. I know it's when I would run up and grab a drink or well, something out of the fridge. And I do find it interesting that, especially on, I would say on cable, especially streaming, where they don't have to fit things into 42 minutes yeah. or 22 minutes. They're like, oh, we're going to bring back credits and we're going to make them longer than ever before. Yeah. The credit is its own show. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So we get back to the action mm-hmm. right where we cut. 
Todd is off screen telling his wraith to lower the weapons. He apologizes. You can never be too careful after all. And he mm-hmm. welcomes them to his ship. This is where my notes first reflect that I couldn't remember Todd's name. Uh-huh. I wrote Friend Wraithman. Friend Wraithman. Friend Wraithman. Yep. Uh, so they head to Todd's version of a briefing room. <laughs> yeah. And his second in command, who's later named Kenny. Uh, it's like a wood table with yeah. candles and fruit to give, you know, the wraith ship a homey touch. Yeah, I called it the human table. It's the human room. Yeah, here here are human room. Listen, Todd human. is a galactic traveler. Yeah. He picks shit up and he really hopes the fruit is as delicious as the farmers who grew them. Mm, did we need to know that? <laughs> Probably not, but thanks, Todd. And McKay just puts the pear down. I would, listen, this is me. Uh huh. As long as I know the pear is not poisoned, I would actually eat that fruit. I mean, that guy didn't die for nothing. Exactly. It's honor the farmer. Yeah. Yeah. He shouldn't have died, uh-huh. clearly, but he did. So let's at least enjoy the last of his life's work. Yep. His legacy lives on exactly. until I poop it. And then those atoms are going somewhere. Yeah, it's fair. John just wants to get this over with. Mm -hmm. So Keller is here because she has a breakthrough to share. Yep. Um, We got some information from one of those labs of Michael's. Right, right. Remember that time that, you know, we were doing a bunch of shady shit? I do like the interlude that while Atlantis didn't strike against Michael for the Wraith's benefit, the Wraith are definitely benefiting from it. Yeah. Well... Keller was able to use Michael's research and find a way to change a tiny, itty-bitty, just little, little, little bit in part of the race DNA so they don't have to feed on humans anymore. Yeah, just don't think about which part for too long. Kenny's like, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what dumb. makes us big and strong. And Keller's like, but it's not actually that dumb. Like, you have organs to digest food. You just don't use them. This conversation... <laughs> Now, I'm not getting out of the soapbox. I eat hot dogs yeah. as often as I can. But this conversation sounds a lot like the conversation about why it's just ethical to go vegan. Uh, yeah. It's the same conversation. So in my head, I was more in humans. Uh-huh. The organs that are part of the digestion tract, if sure. you will take up a large part of our torso. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to me, it's like, that's just a lot of vestigial organs in a wraith. Yeah, that's true. Well, if you think about it, they did come from weird bugs. So it's weird that they're just like... I get it. But like our vestigial organs are just tiny. What is it? Like the gallbladder sort of useless? What, tonsils? Uh Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of all those appendixes, technically. Yeah. So it's like, they're tiny. Isn't it weird that we have organs that no longer have a use? Isn't it weird that organ that, that wraith have entire digestive systems, systems that they don't entire need? Entire systems. An entire system that they Imagine don't need. Imagine if like at some point technology gets so advanced that like our nervous system yeah. becomes a vestigial system. Why do you need that in your hollow suit? Exactly. That feels everything for you and sends the signals to your brain. Okay, listen. Have you been reading Ready Player Two? I'm just saying. No. Did I just did I just invent play Ready Player Two? Slightly. I should write a book. 
It's it. Listen, I'm like, I, you know, I'm what? three chapters in, and you have wrote written the basis of Ready Player Two. If I was gonna get further into sci-fi, uh-huh. I bet body-related sci-fi would be right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I am so convinced that I'm gonna become a robot one day. Oh yeah, there there is an entire there. That's that's a that's is that a genre? genre? Yeah, I'm gonna need to get into that. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a all. genre. I will take suggestions. I mean, you'll probably enjoy Ready Player Two. Again, I'm three chapters into it. <laughs> okay. Three whole chapters. I'm ready. Okay, okay. Okay. So, um, again, Kenny is not grokking this. Like, yeah. why would we want to not eat humans? Yeah, they taste good, like hot dogs. Again, why would I want this to not hot dog? This is it's the whole. But why would I not want to eat meat? But bacon, our bacon. Bacon. Again, I'm on both sides of this argument. 100%. I tried going vegetarian for a hot month when I was younger, and bacon is one of the answers <laughs> as to why I'm not now. Um, I just didn't, I, I didn't re-acclimate myself properly to the, to the, here's a quick meal that is vegan. I. And I, I stopped, and then I just stopped i did no research ahead of time so i started lacking nutrients oh no mine was done with a dietitian no mine wasn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine super wasn't mine yeah. was just like maybe i'll just stop eating meat yeah you can't you can't you can't like that that my body rejected it that was idea. like hey fuck you give me some protein if i tried it again now there would be logic behind it there was not when teenage nixie decided to be a rebel and then just not eat meat and then yeah be hungry and tired all the time uh-huh and yeah. cranky beans all your so friends cranky yeah okay so uh, the the atlantis's team's argument as to why you would not want to eat humans besides the fact that we're humans uh-huh. is you can give up cullings that takes so listen that takes so much time out of your day yep cullings it's probably not great for the environment either you would also have an advantage over their hives uh-huh. the downside is is we don't know how it would affect things like your wraith strength or your healing abilities or your crazy long life and yeah Keller won't know that until she's tested on live subjects mm-hmm. listen Speaking of... Listen, I know, Keller, that you weren't here for the earlier shit that went down, but Atlantis has a history with testing... Live subjects. Live subjects in medical trials. Maybe every doctor on Atlantis is just cursed (laughs) to do some of these fucked up doom things. I'm like, but really? Um... With the Hoffman drug out there, there's a risk whenever the Wraith feed right now. Mm -hmm. And food sources are limited. So this, like, changing this could give Todd's hive an advantage. Sure, yeah. Todd goes off to think about this. Ronan's just pacing the room like a cage animal. No, like... Everyone else is not sure how that went. Things fell off to John. Keller's just not sure. But Kay and Taylor's like, that went good. It's a great offer. Well, here's what they know for sure, right? We're still alive. It went well. Yes. That's the reality with Wraith. And in the end, they listen, we can't just get rid of the Wraith. Clearly, they're still around. Okay? We can't yeah. just deal with the Wraith. You can't just ori them. No. Yeah. And we aren't we aren't offering this to Todd for his benefit. Mm-hmm. This is being offered to save humans. Yeah. 
The wraith just get a side bonus, but it's, this is to save us. It's what we, Taylor keeps reminding us, the reason I'm here yeah. is for the greater good, which is a rough line, but I think we know what yeah. I mean. John just really thinks something's hanky, and he thinks there's something else that they don't know about going on. Uh-huh. Ronan's a little on edge, yeah. and Loki points his blaster at someone who comes in, lowering it when it's Todd. Yep. Todd has really considered this offer. And he actually thinks it could be a good idea if the treatment works. Mm-hmm. Kelly's like, it works. You yep. don't know that. <laughs> but treating a single hive is not going to be enough. It's not yep. going to save humans. And it would put make them, this hive, pariahs among the wraith. Yep. Um, McKay's like, didn't you say you worked with like a whole... Like a whole bunch of hives. But also, aren't you kind of already pariahs to some degree? And so, like, why is this such a big deal? Oh, no, it was Michael that was pariahs. Oh, right. Todd's not as much. Right. Okay. But Todd does admit that, I mean, he may have a little bit, maybe exaggerated his status a yep. little bit. Yep. Everyone eye rolls so hard and throws up their hands. Here's where the negotiations come in. Look, you only actually have to convince one person, not me. There's one queen that is above all others in the alliance. We call her the primary. Dun, dun, dun. An uber queen. That's what I want to be called from now on. Going forward, I know, I just want to be called the primary. Primary. Mm -hmm. I'm going to change my title at work to just say the primary. The issue is is that she will only speak to another queen. Mm-hmm. And Todd's Hive has no queen because A, plot reasons, and B, died over Atlantis. Yikes. Yeah. And I legitimately... How much? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, legitimately, Todd is not telling anyone she's dead so that he gets to keep the power. Do you think Todd killed her? No. Oh, no. I feel like he might have killed her to, like, set up a moment like this. I don't know. I think this might have been a long-term plan. But maybe I give Todd too much credit. I, my thought with Todd is I don't necessarily think he's someone who plans quite that far ahead. I think Todd is a master of taking advantage of the moment. That's true. He's more of a um, subterfuge guy. Yeah. Got it. Got it. However, there is one person... And only one person who could help Todd pull off a face-to-face meeting with the primary. It's not Rodney. All eyes turn to Taylor. Dun, dun, dun. It's definitely not Ronan. It's definitely Ronan. <laughs> Is it John? Nope, not John. So that's just Ta- uh, John and Taylor in his room in Atlantis. Yeah. And they're like, this is crazy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. But Taylor's actually taking this seriously. Like, her wraith DNA means that she is the only person who could do this. She's being very uh, intellectual versus... um, She's not letting her emotions cloud any thoughts in this process. And the physical change to look like the queen is not the part that John is worried about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John actually is actually thinking that if the wraith no longer have to feed on humans then they're just going to use the technology and follow the what the ghoul... They may not be playing, posing as gods like the ghoul did, but yeah. they're just going to like, hey, technology, we can't eat the humans, let's enslave them. Yeah, it doesn't mean we want to suddenly leave them alone. Yeah. Taylor's like, where the fuck has that objection been the whole time? Yeah, why did you not bring this up sooner? And he really has no, like, 
legitimate reason for it. Yep. Uh, he's like, but you weren't going to impersonate a queen beforehand. <laughs> yeah, he's just really in protect Taylor mode. I also get the thing that the idea that John never thought any plan would make it far enough that enslavement would be an issue. Yeah. He's like, that's further down the line than me to think about. I like, think right he thought now, it would devolve way sooner than this. That's fair. Like, yeah. right now I need to protect humans, get rid of the wraith. I'm not worried about the possible enslavement of humanity later. Yeah. Um, he just wants to sit back and wait a bit longer. Like, let the wraith lessen each other's numbers a bit more. Yeah. But she's worried. If they wait any longer, there is a risk that this alliance breaking apart or being destroyed. And this may be... Like, this is their only sometimes friendly possibly to them group it's it's a reminder that john isn't as reckless as we think he is yes he's actually very conservative in his approaches to Mm -hmm. like the crazy shit that they do and also taylor's argument is if they wait how many people are going to be called tomorrow in the next week yep in the next months and if she can save any of them she has to try the return on her investment is high. If not for herself, then for her son. <gasps> Whoa, Taylor. Yeah, the concept of yeah. If the if my actions can save one person, then that's legacy. Enough. Legacy. And then Binks calls over the radio. The Todd has arrived, and we see it's his own collection of Marines to meet him. Yay. Uh, Keller meets with Taylor before her wraithification. Uh huh. Dream of raven. I just try, there's Dream not enough syllables. There's not, there needs to be a couple more syllables in there for it to work. Um, she's feeling Can't a little guilty. Uh, Keller is the idea of that, like Taylor has been pushed into this process because of her research, and Taylor's like, nah, your research is gonna save a shit ton of people. Yeah, this is a rough one though. Yeah. There's. She's a surgeon going in to do surgeon shit. Yeah. That's technically not beneficial. Mm-hmm. She's got full eyes without a face here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. Mm-hmm. There's some other ethics shit going in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ronan stops Todd in the hallway. Yeah. And just casually reminds Todd that if anything happens to Taylor, there is nowhere in the galaxy that Todd can hide. I feel like this is just Ronan's just bored at this point. He's yeah. like, I gotta do something. Let me go through it. I, I also love that Todd is like, well, duh. I know. I've met you. Yeah. Clearly, I knew that. Yeah, like, I feel like Todd's like, we've been here before, Ronan. <laughs> this isn't, I like, I'm less scared only because I already know it's true. I can't get any more scared of you. Yeah, I'm like, at the limit. I get it. Yeah. I, I assumed you would hunt me down and slaughter murder I'm already me. dead inside. <laughs> anyway, yeah. He arrives in the surgical suite. He is not doing any surgery. Do not worry, Taylor. He is a technical advisor. And uh, we get a real intense montage. Uh-huh. Like, this is not makeup. This no. is seriously surgically modifying her. It's a fucked up... It's some, like... Wolverine shit. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Definitely some ethical medical questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we'll leave it 
there. Uh, um, and who knows how long later. I wrote, yikes, this is a lot. Yeah. That was my way of wrapping it it's, up tightly. It's like, listen, Nip Tuck has nothing on what just happened. Yes. <laughs> this, yeah, this isn't a facelift no. or Mm-mm. just, you know, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. some enhanced boobage or anything like that. So who knows how long later the guys are all waiting a different stage of anxiousness. Uh-huh. And finally, Keller allows them to go see Taylor, who asks how she looks. Uh... Everything has changed, even her voice, and she looks exactly like a wraith queen, which was the goal, and everyone's freaked out. She's so wraithical. She is very wraithical. That's my other AKA. She's so wraithical. Like, what is uh, Cindy Lauper? She's so unusual. Uh-huh. She's so wraithical. She's so rate the call yeah so next up queen lessons from todd including how to properly assume your throne todd aka henry higgins <laughs> and no that little squishy squish that little settle uh-huh. it's not gonna that's not gonna yeah. fly how kind of you to i'm trying to remember the lines from my can I you tell i love my fair lady do not because i have not seen that many times the only musical i love probably but it's only because i love audrey hepburn i do like audrey hepburn i did an entire report we had to do a report on some sort of medium that was it was like we had to pick a biography and Mm -hmm. then from the biography find something some like supporting Mm -hmm. visuals and things so i did a biography on aubrey heffern to show people that she was more than just an actress Mm -hmm. however then for some of my visuals and you know me i don't draw no i sketched all of the dresses she wore (laughs) in all of her films there you go in case you wondered how much i love audrey heffern i appreciate her but she's not my favorite Mm -hmm. um I just blanked on the one who I liked more. She's Kate Blanchetti. Catherine. I don't know what that means. Catherine. She always wore pants. Catherine Hepburn? Yes, Catherine Hepburn. The other Hepburn? Yeah. Not the same at all. Okay, can I tell you in my head? Uh-huh. I was like, Catherine Hepburn. Well, that can't be right because it's, it's the same, same last, last name. name. And so in my head, I was determined that was wrong. Yeah. Very different vibes, but yeah, Very for sure. Very different vibe, but I'm just saying like. Yeah. I like old timey actresses. That one's yours. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a lot of great ones. We should do a tangent cast one day. Yeah. Uh, Ava Gardner was kind of fucking cool. She was cool. Anyway. Um. So. Okay. So the, while the back to the my fair lady moment. While the while the primary may not sense anything wrong because of Taylor's wraith DNA or smell wise or anything like that, um, she would notice when a queen does not act like a fucking queen. Yeah. And yeah. not only would it be off with her head, but off with Todd's head. So Todd is determined that Taylor get this bearing down, this like the air down, the mannerisms, the strength, never showing weakness. Hide any issues down and show that you are above every fucking person in the room. We just want to make sure that, you know, Taylor doesn't go, come on, Dover, move your blooming arse. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to keep going with the My Fair Lady references. So again, the boys are waiting. No one is enjoying this. No one's digging this. But Todd's life is at risk in this plan as well. And Mm -hmm. he does like his life. Yep. So he would not be doing this if he didn't think it could work. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty solid way to approach this. It's not about having faith. And it's like, look, we don't have to trust Todd to like us and to believe in anything other than saving his own ass. That is one thing we can trust Todd would do. Yeah. 
Um, so speaking of Todd, he comes in. Taylor's resting. Being a queen is hard work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Duh. Uh, and they get word from the primary that they will have a they have a meeting set. Mm-hmm. They will arrive, head to her hive, and Taylor will share Todd's proposal. And they're like, "I'm sorry, come again." What? And Todd's like, "Please." The less she knows how I'm working with humans, the better for everyone. Yeah, it's true. Hundred uh, percent. The real truth is. The alliance isn't how should you say winning the war. Mm-hmm. Primer would never admit it, but the only thing stronger than her pride is her sense of survival. Yep, sounds like Todd's type of woman. I mean, it feels like a very racy trait. Yeah, got to keep alive. Who, which is stronger, uh, Gould pride or Wraith pride? They're similar but different. So I feel like Gould arrogance. I think, yeah, I say it's important to put Gould arrogance out there. Wraith have a better survival instinct. This is true. It's the instinct to stay alive. Wraith will Wraith will be more cockroachy in their survival. Well, and then I think the. Gould are more likely to die for their arrogance yeah. than to just say, fuck it. If this will keep me alive, I will bend. Gould, yeah, cockroachy yeah, is a Gould good... Gould are more like, this is the hill and I am dying on it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Wraith are like, nope, fuck this hill. I'm going to live to see another fight. I'll kill you tomorrow then yeah. instead. Yep, That's a good yep. point. Um, I did win. I'm leaving because I choose to leave. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So once Todd's hive arrives, it is time for Taylor to start her show. She's not nervous at all. I think if you put the gold <laughs> up against the wraith, the wraith would think the gold are soft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so over FaceTime, the primary gets to meet this elusive queen of Todd's hive. Mm-hmm. You know, many of her crew thought that she didn't exist. Yeah. Taylor steps forward and is like, please point them out to me so that I can remove their doubt. I love. And by their doubt, I mean their heads. Uh-huh. I love how well Taylor takes to just being an angry, angry person who it wakes is. up and chooses violence. Listen, I think what it is is she's like, you know all that shit that I locked down deep inside? Yeah. It's time to pull is this box time out. to let it fly. She like metaphorically is dug deep into yeah. her closet, pulled out a box that's got no <laughs> labels on it, yeah. dusted it all off, uh-huh. and opened the lid. Yeah. And then it just is like the Ark of the Covenant in Indiana Jones. Look away. The primary chuckles that and just invites Taylor over. Uh Just don't make her wait again. Mm -hmm. And is gone. Yep. And as cold as that was, that actually went super well, Todd says. Yeah. You're not dead. So Taylor meets with her team before she heads over to the other hive. She's she look, she has gone this far. Yeah. She is invested. She is yep. going to see this through. Everyone else is like, listen, if anything goes wrong, we'll get you out. But nothing it listen, nothing's gonna we're go be, wrong. We're beyond I'm yeah. just saying if something does, I Ronan's like, be careful. Yeah, I think we're Mentally, Taylor's already beyond the point of no return. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, no, I'm already, I'm this far in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Todd and Taylor dart over. They are greeted by some real friendly, real friendly looking Wraith. Uh-huh. I call them pirate Wraith. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, drops the bombshell of this plan. They aren't meeting the primary yet. First, they have to head to a different location, leaving Todd and Taylor alone on this alliance. Now, this ship. is when we're more than metaphorically beyond the point of no return. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I mean, you didn't expect them to just meet here in range of Todd's hive ship's weapons, did you? Uh, maybe a little bit. So much trust in this alliance. Yikes. So much trust. Uh, and at least the other Wraith just, Pirate Wraith admits that he trusts no one that he doesn't know. And also this is what the primary wanted. So fucking deal. Yep. Yep. Primary gets what she wants. And off the ship goes. Just puckering everyone's assholes on the so, bridge of Todd's ship. So many diamonds just being shit this out of them. This is not what the plan was. Yeah, no, none of this and is planned. And we can't track them. Yikes. Yikes. None of this is news that Ronan wanted to hear. He is not a fan, and he eloquently uses his words. And by that, I mean points his blaster uh -huh. at, at Kenny. He should just name his blaster words. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm using my words. Yeah, like Percy naming... Yeah. Uh, diplomacy. diplomacy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or manners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is me using my words. Um, and everything is very tense until John can get Ronan to stand down because now, like it or not, they have no choice but to trust each other. Yep. I'm pretty Did sure. Did you know that I have a machete named Zen? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Important. On the primary ship, mm -hmm. once they've left, they're left alone by Pirate Wraith. Mm -hmm. Taylor is not liking this. 100% <laughs> does not believe that Todd didn't know this was coming. Yeah. He implies that he didn't. Uh -huh. And if the queen suspected anything, they would already be dead. So they're fine. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. That this is just how existence is out here. That doesn't mean Taylor has to like it anymore. Nope, she doesn't. That doesn't mean that her butthole is going to loosen it all. Mm -hmm. So telling, like, listen, I have, you're here to play your part. Like, telling me to just play my part is not helpful right now. Yeah, yeah. The door opens and the primary walks in, wanting to know why the fuck there's a guy here. Mm. This is a woman-only zone. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> so planned or not, Taylor thinks fast. And since the primary has been dealing with Todd as the middleman, maybe he would be helpful here. She's like, nah, I hate surprises. Not a fan. Taylor's like, oh, really? You don't like surprises? Like jumping into hyperspace the moment we're on board? Yep. I just had a thought of how amazing Beyonce would be as a Wraith Queen. Oh, she would be the she'd be the primary's because, primary. Well, because in my head, when the primary was like, only women here, yeah. my brain went, who run the world, girls? Mm -hmm. And then it went, oh, Beyonce would be such a cool looking Wraith Queen. Okay, she that's all. She would be. Mm -hmm. Um, I would belly that queen. Um... And and the primary is like, well, if you were me, you would understand the need for precautions. I mean, fair. And Taylor knows that she needs the primary to side with her eventually. So she's like, sure. Yeah, fine. And as they go to obviously sit on the primary's throne, that's when Todd pulls a knife, runs yep. up and stamps the primary in the neck. The queen goes Whoa. down. Obviously a fatal wound, but not before she can press the life alert pendant around her neck. <laughs> Wild card, baby. Touch is going. And alarms start going off on the ship. He's just playing jazz. Todd hands the knife to Taylor, apologizes, but this uh -huh. is the way, and tells her to tell everyone that she killed the primary. And she is like, what? 
and I can't emphasize this enough, the actual fuck. Yeah. Are you insane? Yeah. I mean, yes. I... That's when you're just like, trust the plan. Look, you wanted to play a wraith? This is how it's done among the wraith. The crew won't be happy, but they will also not want to be without a queen. If you were able, you were able to catch her off guard. And if you were able to catch her off guard, that means she was weak. Just convince them that you are strong, capable replacement, and they'll accept you. She's like, and if I can't, well, then we're dead. Then we're all dead. Uh, I'll give it to Todd. He's putting everything on the line here. Yeah. He's going all in, baby. Yeah. Yep. And Pirate Wraith comes in, clearly wanting to know, like, what the fuck, you just killed my queen. Mm-hmm. And without a second thought, Taylor's like, I'm here now, let's be all in too. She steps up and she goes, no, I have taken what is rightfully mine, and you are better off for me killing her. Yeah, your queen was weak. And Pirate Wraith threatens Taylor with a stunner, and, like, Taylor just goes off, how dare you point a weapon at your queen? Yep. And then she's Todd, going ham. Todd steps in and tries to help out. And she's like, who? He's like, listen, dude, you told me to play this role, so I'm going to play it. And Taylor knocks Todd yep. down to his knees, holds a knife to his throat and reminds him if he ever speaks for her one more time, she will take his tongue. How much fun did she have doing that for that moment there? So much fun. She got her anger out for a minute. Yes. And you can tell that Todd is very happy with how this is going, with very enthusiastic, yes, my queen. He's a little bit fallen for Taylor. Well, I think if it's... If it weren't her for return to new human form. I think it's A, a little bit of that, and B, a little bit of, like, I have been waiting for you to dig into this role so badly. This is what... This this is a queen. Yeah, 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 fair. Uh, and tells the crew of her new flagship uh-huh. to jump out of hyperspace and remove this, and she motions to the previous primary thing from my sight. That's right, you tell him. And Pirate Wraith is convinced for now. Yes, my queen. Mm-hmm. So, the Hive <sighs> comes out of hyperspace. Todd is in a very chipper mood. The whole crew was fooled. And she's like, again, the actual fuck. Yeah. You weren't gonna tell me of your plan, you fucking knob? Like, yeah. Whereas Todd's like, it's our culture. It's a cultural thing. Just culturally, you could tell culture, me. we culture the culture. How did, why did you not tell me of these cultural differences earlier rather than teaching me how to sit on a throne? Yeah, this is more fun this way. And it was necessary, he admits. The former queen is never going to accept the proposal. Mm-hmm. And if everyone thought that Todd had killed her, he would have been Ted and you would have been taken captive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clearly this is the best outcome for all. Wraith culture is different than yours, Taylor. Yep. We are governed by different rules. You had to claim ownership of killing mm. the queen. Yep. Also, if Todd mentioned this was a plan all along, Taylor would never have gone along with it. She's like, no, I wouldn't have. You're definitely right. <laughs> this is dumb. Yeah. You made dumb choices, man. However, we however we got here, we are here now. Mm-hmm. And since Taylor is basically in charge of the entire alliance at this point, yep. we can implement Kelly's plan. If that's the case, there's no need for me to continue faking to be the queen. Let's head back to your ship. Yep. Taylor goes, well, mm. well. Actually. Actually, we should wait for the chaos to calm down a bit. And let everyone fall a little bit back to normal. Once that happens, then you can leave. And Taylor looks back, not liking it, what Todd is implying, but also 
He's not super wrong. No. He's laid the ground <laughs> the groundwork the way he wanted to. I wouldn't be surprised if this was always part of his plan. Well, but there the it's more of the fact of if he came in his queen that no one had seen before kills the primary and then suddenly they're proposing this very drastic plan like immediately that would rate that's what i mean yeah it was always in his mind to do it exactly oh, this yeah. way he just never admitted. he just didn't tell them no yeah 100 percent. yeah so the guy's back on todd's hive uh-huh not happy yeah about any of this. Ronan obviously assumes this is a setup. This uh-huh. is the Wraith after all. John has named, as I've been calling him, Kenny. Yep. Uh, and he did seem surprised when the jump, the, the hive jumped into hyperspace. Mm-hmm. McKay's more concerned that he didn't get a say in John naming the Wraith Kenny. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, Ronan and John wonder if maybe Kenny wasn't in on it, but there's easier ways for Todd to kidnap Taylor, and something's not adding up. Yeah. Regardless, much like Taylor and her situation, regardless of how we got here, we're here now. Yeah, this is what we've got to deal with. Now we've got to deal with it. They are in a hive surrounded by Wraith, and all they have is their jumper. Yep. So even if they did get back to Atlantis, how do they even find Taylor? Mm. That's yeah. when Kenny pops his head in and gives them the answer. Uh-huh. They have something they can see. The other hive has dropped out of hyperspace, and they're getting the signal from Todd's subspace transmitter. Yay. Which they would have been able to get on Atlantis, too. Uh-huh. Obviously, the team wants to immediately go after them. But that's not the way. Kenny's like, it will be real fucking suspicious if we just show up to the primary's hive unannounced. Yeah. Yeah. Again, John, it's the culture. John has no fucks to give. They'll figure something out. The closest thing. This is the closest thing they have to a distress signal. And they're going. Yep. And Todd's hive jumps to meet the others. Yay. Back with Taylor and Todd. They're quietly discussing something at her throne mm-hmm. when Pirate Wraith comes in to share that they there's an enemy hive detected above one of her feeding grounds nearby. Yeah. Uh, I liked that he's go- about to go share the tablet with her and Todd's like, are you fucking making your queen read? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Ew. She doesn't need to read. Read that shit to her. Yeah. Um, Taylor doesn't want to deal with this. <laughs> this is not no. I don't. She has enough shit to deal with. Send the closest hive. Plot reasons. Yeah, we're the closest hive. Mm-hmm. And Taylor's stuck. Not only she doesn't want to leave because she knows her people are coming. Mm-hmm. She has very non-wraith feelings about feeding grounds. Yep. Todd tries to intervene that they should discuss things in private and Uh she sighs and sends Pirate Wraith out of the room who clearly is like something's hinky. Yep. Todd quietly reminds her that you actually need to go fucking deal with this. Like it this is it's just a thing you have to do. Yep. It will be weird if you don't and she's like let them find it weird. He's like listen I get that's a very queen thing to say. (laughs) Okay. Spoke. Word. But also um, not going to work. But you can't break their trust this early. Shit's delicate. Yeah. Um. And yes, uh, Todd's ship is coming. Mm-hmm. And while they may not 
be able they may not have proof that Todd's ship is coming. They know who's on the ship and they know he's coming. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna see the change in location. And Taylor yep. hates it, but they head to the planet. Yay. This is fun. The guys plan in Todd's human room. <laughs> Ronan has his feet up on the table because two no fucks. Yeah. Um I don't want to know what's on the bottom of those boots though. So much weird planet mm-hmm. ship flesh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're just that reminder that their their ships are very fleshy. Yeah, ship flesh. Just ship flesh on the bottom. Yeah. So we're going to figure out how to sneak onto the primary's hive. They have no clue what the actual situation is there. What they're gonna need is a distraction. Mm-hmm. And it takes longer for McKay to catch on to what John and Ronan are planning. But yes, they're definitely planning on somehow getting Kenny to attack the other hive. Yikes. Just long enough to get the ship, to grab Taylor, to run. Odds are not in their favor. Thankfully, they don't have to use that plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a modified version that naturally happens. Yeah. Uh, Every option is bad, but thankfully this bad one right here is not the one we have to go to. Yes. Yay. Uh, as Todd sort of quickly briefs Taylor on how to deal with the third hive ship, like yeah. talk, threats are going to be made, stand firm, no one wants a fight. She gets in the bridge and immediately like, no fucking talk. Charge weapons and attack. This shit's not unprovoked. They're on our territory. I want them destroyed. I choose violence. Everyone's like, huh? Yep. We're doing it. Well, the queen wants to attack. Yeah. So. Y'all wanted your queen. She's fucking here. Um, I'm realizing now that my D&D character would make a great Wraith Queen. She would make. Such good Wraith Queen. So many anger. So many. The only problem she would have is not eating people food. Yeah, that's true. That's what she does in her private she does, room. Yeah, secretly bring me people food. And if you tell anyone about it, I'll kill you. I won't even think twice about My it. My character would just really like to hang out with mm-hmm. uh, Zelenka. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Not McKay. <laughs> Zelenka. <laughs> Very specifically. Yeah. Also Billy. Oh yes, yep, I can see that. Uh, so so they they start to attack. Todd is very quietly like, "Did you fucking not hear what I said? I said talk." And I'm she, the queen here. He goes. She goes. You also said to show no weakness. Yeah. Uh, and it's announced that their ship is now also taking damage. Uh, so darts are sent out. The the pirate wraith is again like it's really weird you're sending darts out. They're gonna take heavy losses. Yeah. She's like, I know, but we have to take a stance against intrusions like this. Sucks to suck, don't it? Yeah. It's what they're there for. Yeah. They're there for die for their queen. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's when Todd finally understands what Taylor's doing. She's just killing Wraith. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and that's why I'm like that's a Donnie move. Uh-huh. She's like, fuck them. We wanted them all dead anyway, right? Yeah. Go kill each other. So half of the first wave of darts is destroyed. Although that does mean that the other half are inside the other ship's weapons range and it's time to get to work before the other hive can launch its own darts. And Todd just fucking looks at her going, what did I do? You made this. You made this angry, angry queen. This is your bed. You lie mm-hmm. in it now. Mm-hmm. 
You knew exactly who Taylor was. You didn't think she was going to... You took your own opportunities here, asshole. You don't think that was inside of her? You underestimated Taylor. So Todd's hive comes out of hyperspace where the primary's hive was. No yep. one's there. Uh-huh. Uh, but Kenny does see where the ship went. He's guessing they went to do some cu- some casual culling. Just no big. It's just, just a down, light snack. Down to the farmer's market. Yeah, light snacking. Oh, my head just went down to the farmer's market. And then earlier, he they were eating the fruit from the farmers. Yeah. And it gets new meaning to a wraith farmer's market. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So they can't just keep playing chase, Uh John figures. Like, Todd's transmitter doesn't work when they're in hyperspace. So Mm -hmm. there's a target. They're they're at the planet. We have to get to the planet before they leave the planet again. Mm -hmm. And John just wants to be dropped off at the closest stargate. They have a jumper. They can get through to that planet. It has a gate. Sure. Um, How they get onto the hive at that point, they'll figure it out later. Just get me close enough. So the battle... Is not going well uh-huh. for Taylor's, I guess Taylor's hive now. Yeah. Uh, her darts are completely outnumbered. She refuses to recall them and says their sacrifice will be remembered when the Alliance rules uh-huh. the galaxy. Some Darth Sidious shit. I love it. I do like that she's like, is it going bad? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Keep dying. Uh, they lose one weapons array and she's like, just keep firing at the other ones, though. Yep. Oof. And we see the jumper come through the gate on the planet, cloak, and head up to see what's just what's going on. I'm super curious. And is surprised to find two ships completely fucking going at each other. Yay. Todd's signals coming from the hive that's hurting most. Uh-huh. Uh, and, McK- you know, McKay, um, McKay was just talking with Zink last week about how cool it would be if they could reverse engineer like a Daedalus style beaming system that would be on the jumpers. Like that would come such handy right now. I mean, they're they're nowhere, they're nowhere close getting it to work right now. Asgard technology is super complicated. And Sean's like, then wh- Not the why? time. Why now are you time. bringing it up? Why are you flapping your your gums at us right now? Well, it'd be just be really useful here, he figures. Yeah, it would. Thanks. Without Asgard-style beaming technology on a jumper, uh, everyone hold on, because John is going to try and give tip the scales a little bit. Yeah. So he flies to the third hive ship, decloaks. He's like, you realize they can fucking see us now. He's like, that's the point, and just opens fire on the ship. Yep, just going to be a little gnat in the air here. Does some critical damage, and then cloaks again. Yep. And with some more fire from Taylor's ship, the third hive blows up. Job done. Yay. And Todd just bows to Taylor. Yep. What what are you gonna do? Well done, my queen. You did it. The pirate wraith is a little bit in disbelief. Yeah, this is when we lose the old number two. He's like, something's fucky here. <laughs> and uh he just he just turns and you know or or Taylor turns to him and <sighs> warns him, you know, maybe in the future don't fucking question my tactics so quickly uh-huh. and just storms off the bridge yep and as they pop I, I do want to say yeah. the one critique i have for taylor's wraith mm-hmm. is she walks too fast yeah you need to you, you just you, there's listen that royal like holding cord a little you more. arrive that's when shit starts you're a queen you're not late for shit yeah 
Yep. <laughs> the world revolves around you. Do you know what time that's scheduled to start? When I arrive. Yep. You just used my mom's approach when she got married. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to start without me. My mother, who was notoriously, yeah. like, I think it was three hours late. Can I just say, speaking of queens, I don't know why this didn't come up earlier. Very different queen, I'm going to say, but... Um, the Jubilee? Fucking <laughs> props for 70 years, you know? Yeah. Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of years. <laughs> Unrelated to anything. Uh, also, I, I think my favorite article on BBC, because I'm... Listen, I'm unapologetic, regardless of anything. I don't care what it is. I like pomp and circumstance. Yeah. Like, I just like the ritual of shit. Um, my favorite article on BBC was... I don't remember the exact wording of it, um, but it was basically called uh, The Round Loafs That Stole the Queen's Heart. And it was an entire <laughs> article about her corgis. That makes sense. That which, makes, I'm into it. Was so good. Like, oh my god! <laughs> the round loaves. No, it was the potato loaves. That the makes potato sense. Potato loaves that stole the queen's heart. That is an accurate description. Potato yeah. loaves. Potato loaves. I have my own potato loaf. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is my potato loaf actually looks, you know, because corgis have slightly. I don't know if you knew this. Corgis, eighty years ago. Had a slightly different stature sometimes. Sure. They looked a little closer to my to my potato loaf. Oh, interesting. They're the... a little spilter. Yeah, I believe it. Anyway. <laughs> Cheers to the queen. Potato loaves. Just Cheers to potato loaves. You know, good on you. You keep rolling. <laughs> She's doing it. She's still doing it. Yeah. Okay. So, um... The guys are, they stuck on board as the doors opened to bring the darts in. So they're on board. They're sneaking around. They're rolling stealth. Mm. McKay's his life sign detector, but like suddenly can't read it. He's like, oh, what level we're on? And like the target's moving. And I don't know anything. This is a lot. I'm overwhelmed. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And McKay's pretty sure it's straight ahead, but eventually discovered that they can't go forward. There's guards there. Mm. But then they can't go back. Because there's guards behind them. Oh, no. We're in a guard sandwich. They're in a guard sandwich. So they deal with the guard sandwich. Mm. Ronan is very... They're, listen, they're stuck. They have few options. But Ronan really likes the option they have left. Yeah. Between the three of them, they take out the wraith that are surrounding them. Problem is, they're real loud about it. Yeah. There was no Assassin's Creed moments. There's no stealth mode on this one. Mm-mm. So there's a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. A lot of guards coming at them, so they start running, but they do not make it far. When they are stunned, and as usual, it takes a few more stuns to take Ronan down. Yep. And Pirate Wraith wants the Queen to know we have intruders. Yeah, yeah. In Wraith prison. Yikes. Uh huh. Now what? John's like, look, at some point we're going to be taking a friend of the Queen. She'll want answers, or we're going to get fed on, and hopefully by then I'll have a plan. You won't need it. You won't need it, because when the door opens outside, it is Taylor. Reminder, everyone here, act cool. You don't know her. You're very scared. She demands the guards leave. And when it's clear, she thinks, she's like, I'm so glad to see you. But you shouldn't have come. Please don't try to escape. You're safe. I am the queen now. Yep. And they're real confused, but it's a real long story. 
Um, but also she can't leave the hive ship yet. It's like she has to solidify her position. It's the only chance they have to keep this plan in place to disperse the treatment to the Alliance. Otherwise, all this fucking shit I've just been through will be for naught. So can you just fucking settle the fuck down? Yeah, just play along for a bit. I got you. And then there's a pause and John does not like it. But he agrees to play it out for yep. now. Yep. And as Taylor leaves, we see Pirate Wraith was listening. Of course he was. Little Finger time. himself. Oh, no, it's more Varys. It's more Varys. Yeah. Taylor Lee, like, heads to her throne. Uh-huh. Pirate Wraith wastes no time. He is there. He let herself into her room and he wants to speak. And she's like, I don't fucking want to talk right now. Come back later. Get the fuck out. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's like, how dare you? I am your queen. She's like, no, you're not, bitch. Mm-hmm. He's like, she goes, uh, how dare you remove yourself? And she's like, yeah, I saw you talking with the prisoners. That's a thing. I was interrogating them. I also heard you. And I know you know each other. And I knew something was weird from the moment you arrived on this ship. I guess it's time for you to die, dude. Mm-hmm. And he blocks her away from leaving and straight up pulls a sword on her. Yeah. Uh, he didn't trust her from the start, but he let her stay where she committed treachery upon blah, blah, blah. Villain monologuing, villain monologuing. Sure, sure, sure. He takes a swing at her. She's able to duck out of the way, stabs him in the side with a smaller blade that Todd killed the primary with. Mm-hmm. She's thrown to the throne, and I'm thinking whatever changes happen to her physically have affected her mobility because Taylor would normally s- much easier stand up to a fight against this oh, guy. Oh yeah, I think yeah. She she's she hasn't eaten any human food because she can't. I know she's a little woozy. I know. Yeah. So eventually, uh, he has her blade to her throat, doing famous last words, your reign is over, my mm-hmm. queen. And that's when Todd comes in, stuns him from behind. Thank God up, for those villain stalls. Snaps his neck. Yeah. Needed to happen. It should have happened from the beginning, let's be honest. It probably should have. Mm-hmm. Walking and talking, Todd informs her that his own hive has arrived moments ago. Todd has already arranged for the rest of her team to be transferred over. And she will get to join them as soon as this is over. Okay. So Todd sits on the throne, addressing a large group of Wraith, telling them that she is leaving for her former hive, a.k.a. Todd's hive. Yep. She's leaving her trusted commander in charge here, Todd. Yep. And make no mistake, I am still your queen. And so when Todd speaks, I am speaking. You will listen to him as if it was me. Dun, dun, dun. And everyone understands, and she instructs, she instructs Todd to escort her to her transport. And she gets a little standing salute as she leaves. Good. She earned it. And when it's just them in the hallway, Todd acknowledges that that was really well done. There doesn't seem to be any suspicions about things. I will kill you. And she's like, remember? Yeah. Why all of this shit was done. Yeah. This was done to spread Keller's treatment to as many wraith as possible. He's like, sure. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, we should wait till things calm down a bit first. She stops and is like, uh-huh. How long is that going to be? I will kill you. I, I feel mean, like she just needs to keep saying that. Yeah. Not long. Not wrong. And he's like, just she's just trying to make sure that he's not planning on double crossing them. Mm-hmm. Not at all. No. Todd would never. Uh, and she's like, 
you know, I just, listen, this is a radical agenda to press so soon after a change in leadership. I don't want any unwelcome questions. She's like, okay. Um, but don't forget, Todd, as far as this crew is concerned, I'm the fucking queen. Yep. I will be watching. And if you step out of line, I'll return and have you removed. And then you die. Permanently. Uh-huh. Forever dead. And I love this moment because Todd realizes that right now, he doesn't hold all the cards. No. And then maybe Todd didn't take this part into consideration when he made this plan. Yeah, he just figured he could easily overpower the small human. I don't necessarily know if it was overpowered because I think that Todd knows what's inside Taylor. I think in his mind, it would be like, well, then she she clearly doesn't want to be a Wraith Queen, so she's just going to leave and then I'll be in power. Mm-hmm. And she just walks away, leaving him standing there. And like he completely thought that he was going to get control of the Alliance all to himself. Of course he did. Yeah. Yikes. It's a great moment. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, even when Todd was on Atlantis, there's not many times that we've been able to pull one over on Todd. No, and the thing is, I just, that's why I think it's not so much that Taylor pulled one, he just underestimated yeah. her will. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime later, back in Atlantis, in the infirmary, Taylor's once, her, once again feeling like herself. I'm surprised she was able to put her back together so easily. Who knows? I mean, so they, they mentioned two weeks, and I don't know if it's two weeks since she's turned Wraith or two weeks since they've been back, and it's been like a multi-surgery process for this, but mm-hmm. there's no scars. I wonder how much of it is um, chemical. Yeah, I, that's what You know what like, I mean? It took two weeks for it to wear off or something. Or like a reversal of the chemicals that yeah. puts your face back to the... It's like Raisin Grape, Raisin Grape. Well, that's like what I mean. Keep... Like, it took two weeks for the rape to, like, de-wraithify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the I like timeline think, there's I like my Raisin sketchy. Grape yep. metaphor. Raisin Grape. You, you, you squish all the chemicals out, and then you squish them all back in. Um, But John... John does try the like, what did you do to her? Like, pure dad yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one's... No one's it's not funny times. Uh, but Keller's there too, checking in on Taylor. She's gonna head off for rounds, but she'll be back. And John sticks around, and you know Taylor's fine. She just really, really missed solid food, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, and John hasn't had a chance to say this yet, but what she did took a lot of guts. Yep, and it he's is. Continually impressed by her. You should be, because she's impressive. Yeah, and she's just glad it worked out. And is there any word from Todd yet? Not yet, but they are supposed to meet in two weeks to talk about the plan. And word is he solidified his position as leader of the Alliance. Oh, boy. And Taylor's just struck by the fact that because of this episode, Todd is in control of the entire Alliance. Yeah. And we just gave that Wraith a lot of power. We don't know if we can trust him. And if it hasn't crossed your mind yet that this may have been Todd's plan the whole time, you have never met Todd before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either way, John thinks they're better off than they were. 
and tells her to get some rest. He will check on her again later. And left alone, Taylor just a lot of processing going on, yep. a lot of self-reflection. She looks down at the hand that had like the feeding thing on there. Yeah, her her deadly wraith hand. Yeah. Oof. A lot of oof. There's a lot of dread at the end of this. Oh, talk about it's a very uplifting, lighthearted ending. This 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 episode will certainly have no repercussions on this the future won't of the come series. Back to haunt no, us at all. No, Anytime we fuck with the wraith like has this. Has no repercussions as I drink the rest of my drink. Yep. This is fine. It's fine. This was fun. I really like the My Fair Lady. <laughs> yeah. Um um similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's coming back to haunt us. I don't have a finishing it's line for fine. this because we're not done here. It's fine. What's next? Trekker. Somebody misplaces their phone. Uh-huh. And they have to track it. You have to do the little like like noisy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little dingy and noisy then they from your send watch. Ronin and McKay to find it. That's a good pairing. Yeah. That's that's a solid that's a solid you got a, a little science, a little <laughs> opposite. <laughs> no, it's 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 gut. It's gut versus science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instinct um, versus science. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Um mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next week. Yes. Until then. Find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook with Simply Sectera. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash No Place Like Terra. Rate us, like, review us, grab me, get your podcast. I don't know why I yelled at the end. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye and pride.